So it'll be very easy for you to resize things, add new columns, literally drag new modules in and reposition things. Very visual editing experience that makes it super easy for you to update and make changes to a page without having to go to the developer. Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. All right, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas, and we're back with another episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where we try to give you a strategy in 15 minutes, but sometimes that doesn't work. It, we just go however long we need to go, let's be honest here. Today, I'm super excited because a strategy, and you might not think it's a strategy, but it is a strategy because it will either limit you or it will drive your way to success, might be something that is a CMS or content management system. But before I dive into the deep end of the pool, let me go ahead and introduce our guest or have them introduce themselves. Luke, why don't you explain to the Sprocketeers, the viewers, the listeners, who you are, what you do, and where you do it. What's up, Sprocketeers? My name is Luke Summerfield. Right now, I'm the go-to-market lead for HubSpot CMS at HubSpot. Been in the HubSpot world for about five years. Before that, was in the agency partner world. Um, so been around George, been the pleasure of hanging out with George quite a bit over the last, I don't know, eight, nine years. I'm really happy to be here today. Pretty crazy. Like at one point in time, I think I even interviewed you with like a panda hat or panda thing on. <laughs> yeah. It was totally crazy. But those were the days back in the day. Now, here's the thing, Sprocketeers, when you think of CMS, sometimes you're like, well, I didn't even have a choice, right? You, you might have somebody who had built a site on Joomla or you, it might be WordPress or for some of you out there. And might I just say, I'm sorry at first before I even say this, it might be DNN or .NET Nuke. Like there are just a ton of things. Drupal. I mean, I could go on Wix. Like I could go on and I'm not going to again. That was, that was as far as I'm going to go. So here's the thing. Why do you have to choose? Why uh, should you choose? What are the things that you should be paying attention to? What's happening in this ecosystem in HubSpot and the HubSpot CMS? That's what we're going to find out today. And we're going to figure out if maybe the CMS you have is still a right fit or is the HubSpot CMS something you should look at. But Luke, so that the Sprocketeers have the kind of fundamental pieces in place when you think about the HubSpot CMS, like what do we need to know foundationally so that we can carry on a conversation today? I think the first thing that we've noticed over the last few years is actually something just technology-wise the industry has been noticing. There's a guy, Clay Shirky from NYU, and he said that uh, technology doesn't truly get interesting until it's almost invisible. And so when you think of things like Google, when you think of things like Amazon, when you think of Amazon Alexa, it's like you start to not even notice that technology is there, but it's really, really sophisticated behind the scenes. We stepped back and we thought about this. We said, if that's the case, then content management systems kind of have it all wrong. It's like as you grow as a business and as more is demanded out of your website and your CMS, it becomes bigger, clunkier, slower, and more, more noticeable because you end up managing the system and focusing on the system, not actually focusing on the customer's themselves. And so we started to see this kind of rift in the CMS world where you have a traditional CMS that because it becomes so clunky, it's very 
rigid and hard for marketers to use. You almost always have to have a, gate, a gatekeeper of a developer to do any of the changes. You focus primarily on your website, on your uh, website maintenance, not your customers. And you know, you're really struggling with just keeping up with security and maintenance. And so we thought about that a little bit. We said, well, we are uniquely positioned at HubSpot to build kind of a new breed of CMSs. And so I'm excited to announce to all of you today, this is probably the first time you're hearing it since it's just launched a, about a week ago, week and a half ago, that we now have a CMS hub. This is the fourth hub in the HubSpot product line. And the thought is that we have two tiers. So we're gonna start with a CMS hub professional and a CMS hub enterprise. And I'll walk through what each one of those are starting with professional. The professional tier, is for fast-growing companies who are tired of being held back by those clunky content management systems that require that heavy maintenance and are honestly difficult for marketers to get, actually get their work done. The way that we make that come to life is we do that in three ways. First, we make sure that the maintenance and management happen without migraines. We're a SaaS CMS. We take care of all of that stuff for you. Just take it off of my plate so that I can focus on uh, the work I need to do. You could say goodbye to all the pesky plugin updates. Security's built right in. We got 24-hour security team and, and uh, application firewalls built in. So you have security without those sleepless nights and it's safe, fast, and reliable. So that's the first thing is like maintenance and management without the migraines. The second thing we do in CMS Hub Professionals, we eliminate the barriers for creating that amazing content experiences. We want to make it easy for marketers to edit without uh, effort, allow them to rely as much or as little as they want on a developer. You know, developers are extremely important in this, but they should be focused on building the complex, the like next level solutions, not making little tweaks and updates. That's something we should empower the marketers to be able to do on their own. And then lastly, it's, it's a all in one, just like a lot of the other, other HubSpot products, this is baked into all of the other HubSpot products to help you grow traffic and generate leads. So not only does it come with the CRM right out of the box, it also comes with our conversational platform, packed in a ton of other new things in there um, if we wanna get into the feature side of it, but really it's all about an all-in-one platform. So that's the CMS Hub Professional. The second part of that is the second tier, which is the enterprise. And the enterprise comes with all that stuff, because of course, enterprise, bigger companies, mid-market companies are struggling with that as well. But this is also for scaling companies that wanna build powerful web apps, web applications. We've seen the lines between what a website and what software are is blurring. And so with the enterprise, they can build those powerful web apps and be able to provide governance and control over their team. As you grow your team, you need to be able to like have some checks and balances, make sure people have the right content that they need, make sure they're not getting access to the stuff they don't need. And so we make sure that that's possible as you're growing your scaling company. And so again, the way we do that is we, we have now the ability to basically build web apps on top of HubSpot CMS using things like our membership functionality, serverless functions, which is kind of a, a, a tech nerdy way of saying you can build web apps that write into CMS. You don't have to like go spin up an AWS server. It's all just baked in there. And things like, obviously we have HubDB in both tiers for doing some, some dynamic content. Again, we have governance and control at scale. This is really a lot of stuff that makes the CTOs, the IT team like super happy. This is like checks off their list of must-haves in order to implement a CMS, audit activity logging, SSO, user and team permissioning. And then the last one is extending your brand. If, as you're a growing scaling company, you wanna extend your brand all over. And so we make it really easy now to add on multiple websites, multiple brand domains in CMS Hub Enterprise Previously, it was kind of restricted to just the 
marketing hub enterprise, which is a little out of reach for some folks. Those are the three kind of value props for the enterprise tier. So we're super excited about it. There's going to be a lot coming on. I know we only have a short time. Hopefully it's exciting for some of you folks that are struggling with, uh, they're kind of battling against their their own management system today. Luke, I'm sure there's some people that were listening to that and they're like, wait, we can make our IT team happy? Like, is that even possible? So I'm glad that that was one of the things you said. I do want to get into like, when you sit back and you think of like the marketing mindset, the marketer that has to work day in and day out on the website and, and the, the issues or hurdles that they might be facing now and what it looks like inside of HubSpot, what are some of the features, functionalities, or things that get you excited to kind of paint a picture of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was possible to do with our website from a marketing kind of design dev standpoint without a developer. And I love that you brought this up because this is one of the key differences between our existing CMS. Some of you may have played around with or on our existing CMS and the new CMS hub. And that is, if we take a little trip back to, to memory lane, I know you and I have been in the HubSpot bubble forever. We had our HubSpot CMS kind of 1.0, which is way back in the day, 12 years ago. It was very easy, you know, easy to... For a marketer to change text on a page, but it was basically hard to do anything else. Then we evolved that in 2013 to what we called the COS. Uh, we tried to get clever because it really focused around tools to help you optimize content optimization system. And the tool that was used by both marketers and developers to build sites was the design manager. So if you've ever built a site on HubSpot or tried to edit a landing page, you've probably at some point stumbled into the design manager. And the design manager, I, at the time, I think the thinking was, well, why don't we build a tool where everyone can, can edit in one place? The problem is the marketers really didn't have a great experience editing there and the developers didn't have a great experience editing there. It was too, too confusing and convoluted and had to dig into code for the marketer. It was confusing. And for the developer, they just want to, they just want to see pure code. They don't want to see this, this uh, in-app stuff. The evolution of the editing experience, the thing that marketers should get excited about is we've totally rethought, redesigned those editing experience, a distinct editing experience for marketers and a distinct editing experience for developers. And they all combine together in the actual CMS itself. What that looks like for marketers to call out, I want to call out three uh, new features. The first one is the idea of a theme. And a theme is like a package of assets all bundled together, which has a theme editor. In the theme editor, you can change colors, fonts, stylings, make it look, look different without ever having to touch code. Your developer can set up the little knobs and dials to enable your marketing team to just do it without ever touching CSS. Today, they have to go in the CSS, go in the design manager, and it's a, it's a mess. Enjoying this podcast? Make sure you show the love. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and leave a review. Help us become the strongest strategy podcast on the internet. Get access to hidden episodes and bonus content. Head over to sprockettalk.com forward slash strategy. That'll be so much easier, changing looks and feels. The second thing, the second feature is uh, some of you may have played with the drag and drop functionality in email. Drag and drop functionality came into email, I don't know, maybe last inbound or a little before last inbound. And now we're rolling that out across all content tools. So it'll be very easy for you to resize things, add new columns, literally drag new modules in and reposition things. Very visual uh, editing experience that makes it super easy for you to update and make changes to a page without having to go to the developer. And then the third one is global content editing. So today in the previous CMS, in the COS we would call it, you, in order to order uh, edit a global module like a header or footer, you wanted to add a new menu link or change your logo, you would have to go into the design manager, 
hunt around for it, make the change. You weren't sure what pages got affected by that. Now you'll be able to make that edit directly in the page editor. Very, very seamless, very easy. It'll tell you exactly what pages are gonna get updated and a marketer can do it without having to have the developer um, get involved. That experience, now this is the developer side of it, I'll, I'll explain real quickly. That experience is all dictated by the developer. The developer sets that experience up for, that, for the marketer to set them up for success and enable them to get their work done. The developer, now we have a what we call a local development CLI, which is essentially a nerdy way of saying you can, you can use all your local tools, code editors, the frameworks, all the things that the developers love to use, and you basically unplug the piping of your previous CMS, and you can just plug HubSpot CMS right in or CMS Hub right in, off to the races. They can code, they can run it through Git and GitHub for all your version control and all the nerdy stuff that developers absolutely love that previously was very difficult in HubSpot. And so those are the two new editing experiences that come together again in uh, the actual CMS. A couple of things there, marketers, it's about saving time. A lot of things, themes and the drag and drop, like it's gonna save you hours upon hours of your day. Also, if you're in a system like WordPress and maybe you're using something like Elementor or Beaver Builder, like now to imagine all the power of having an attached CRM and the ease of use of something like that, that's now coming to HubSpot, which hasn't been there historically. And that's really my next question, Luke, that I want to get really granular, nitty gritty and say, for people who have demoed the CMS, who people who might be using the, the CMS now, like what are some myths or some hurdles that they may have faced in the past that like now, like it's a new day, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and, and this is like things that you need to know that you might think you know, but you really don't know. Like, where does your mind go when I say that? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the first thing we talk about is the editing experience that's, that's totally, totally different than what it, what it was in the past. Again, you need a good developer or use one of our themes in the marketplace that are built out or the default themes to get that. But I think that editing, visual editing experience is something that comes number one. Number two, there's a myth of you can't process payments on HubSpot CMS. Now, e-commerce is a big topic. We consciously decided we didn't want to get into the whole building this big e-commerce platform. So if you are into e-commerce, you're better off using something like Shopify and then using our native integration that we've built or our e-commerce bridge to connect you know, all the systems. But that being said, if you have a small number of products, if you have subscription website, if you have a single product, you can run, uh, you can do an integration with Stripe and run payments on your website in HubSpot today. So I think that's really an interesting one. The third misconception would be more complex and dynamic functionality. So as we talked about in CMS Hub Enterprise, we have the ability to now build web apps. So now you're building like full-on legit applications, things like pricing calculators, quoting tools, learning management systems, you, know, you could almost squint a little bit and look at all the plugins that are available for WordPress are now able to also be built directly into HubSpot CMS through this serverless functions. Uh, you could do things like membership login systems and subscription systems. I think that's another, if I like bring that out, that's another very common misconception that it's, you can't build these membership sites. I know that Sprocket Talk obviously has your own subscription site, so you're, you're uh, living it yourself, so you can always check out how they've set theirs up on, on HubSpot CMS, but that's probably the third one. I think the fourth one is that we're not for, we're kind of like 
this is more in the mid market as you get to bigger and bigger companies that you're not able to build a like a really robust mid market enterprise level type of website on HubSpot. And that's not the case. We already have a number of folks you probably are already familiar that are using HubSpot CMS folks like ClassPass. They're an awesome case study on our site. I would definitely recommend checking that out. ClassPass, we have DoorDash is using HubSpot CMS for one of their uh, sites. We have World Wildlife Fund. We have Casio. We have Toyota Guatemala. Like there's some really big legit companies that mid-market and, and beyond companies using HubSpot CMS and have found it just to be night and day difference. Um, again, going back to the editing experience that you get versus whatever CMSs they were using. So one of the things that they might be curious of, the Sprocketeers that is, is how, if I wanna make a change from where I'm at now to the HubSpot CMS, what does that process look like? So can you kind of talk us through, hey, we wanna get this more uh, higher level, better security, a good night's sleep, save time. Like how can they get started with that? There's three ways. So the first way is you can get started on your own. We offer, on HubSpot.com, we offer trials. You can also talk to an agency and an agency can get a trial started. The cool thing about if you go through an agency, they can spin up a trial that doesn't expire. So it gives you plenty of time to start building things, to play with things, and it doesn't necessarily expire. So start up a trial. And then the, the three ways to get started is one, out of the box, we have six built-in, right now six, we're shooting for 12 by the time we hit inbound and, and beyond, but uh, six built-in themes that you could see if the theme kind of fits your look and feel and structure that you're looking for. If not, there's themes in the uh, HubSpot marketplace. And so within the asset marketplace, you can go see all the themes that are built by um, other folks that would maybe find a better fit for what you're looking for. So start with a theme. Again, the theme is gonna allow you to change the stylings, drag and drop things, very, very uh, functional. The second way is to use, we have a website migration service at HubSpot. And basically the migration service takes your existing website no matter what platform it's on, and does a pixel for pixel clone of that website onto HubSpot. So that's nice if you recently redesigned and you like love your site, you just wanna change platforms and consolidate into an all-in-one, uh, you can have them do it. You can also, um, sometimes people just want to move all the content over and then redesign after once all the content's in one spot too. So that migration service is great. Now this is, uh, again, maybe first heard it here. We are changing our page limit on that. We've always capped at 150 pages, which if you blog a lot, you got a lot of content, you're not able to use that migration service. Now you can go up to a thousand pages. Um, so if you got a big site, lots of blogs, we can migrate that over, no problem. Uh, and then third way is work with one of our agency partners. And so if you want to do a redesign, if you want to customize, if you know the migration again is pixel for pixel, if you're like, well, I want to customize, I want to change it, I want to improve it. Working with an agency partner is a great way to do that. And they of course have their own developers that can build anything you can dream now on the HubSpot uh, system. So those are your three paths. A lot of times we see customers start down one of those paths and then decide, hey, I wanna loop in an agency to help me do more with my theme, or I'm gonna migrate, then I'm gonna loop in an agency, or they start with an agency and right out of the gates. So Luke, as the last question, as we close out the 15 minute strategy podcast, cause I literally should have named it the 15 minute instead of 15 <laughs> minute strategy podcast. What are, what are some things or a thing that I haven't asked you that you just have this burning desire that if somebody is going to go down this journey, if they're going to transition to the CMS hub and they're going to just go all in, that they need to know either words of wisdom or features to look at or things that are exciting about what people are building, what would you want to share? 
I mean, I think the at the end of the day, the, the proof is in the pudding. It's just getting your hands in the tool and seeing what it can do and how easy it is. That would be the, that'd be the first thing. If you're listening to this and it's all like kind of interesting, like, man, I'd love to be able to like do work on my CMS on my own. Just spin up a trial, dump in a, a theme, a default theme and just play around. And that'll give you a uh, clear as day, whether or not like you'll get to see the power that you have in this. So I think that would be the the first thing. The second one that this is more like an interesting, like probably a whole separate topic, but is the conversation between, because it comes up quite a bit with open source platforms like like WordPress, where they're like, oh, there's so many plugins, so many developers. Like, what about HubSpot? How many developers do you have on HubSpot? How many plugins? Um, one, we have a lot of developers. We have a developer Slack right now with 5,600 developers that are just coding away every single day. And that's just a small segment of the thousands and thousands of HubSpot developers out there. So, and along with the thousands of web agencies in our partner program. So I think that's one, is just the misconception that it's tough to find a HubSpot developer. Two, that this new tooling, this new experience makes it very easy for developers that don't work on HubSpot today to like hit the ground running. So it's way easier to find someone who maybe works on Shopify or WordPress and get them started. And then three, from the plugin standpoint, there's a big difference between, I think having so many different plugins from all external uh, developers is kind of a blessing and a curse. The blessing is you got a lot of options. The curse is there's a lot of bad options and a lot of options that can really get you into trouble. A lot of these developers build these plugins as side projects, and so they're not keeping them as up-to-date security-wise as maybe they should. It's also, you know, you might see not progress being made on them as quickly. And then the more plugins you layer on, the average WordPress website has 20 to 50 plugins and you got to manage and update all that stuff or you risk all these security concerns. And so that world of very open, no, very, very little governance. We don't have a lot of guidelines. It's kind of like the wild west and that can cause you a lot of problems. HubSpot is a proprietary open platform. So although it's proprietary, we, the platform is open. We have open APIs. We have a lot of developers. We have over 350 connect apps and then thousands of assets in our asset marketplace. But the difference is we have set guardrails, guidelines, and governance on all of those things within our ecosystem to make sure, one, we manage all the updates and stuff like that. You don't have to deal with any of that. Two, you're getting good quality stuff. Everything's manually checked and all that. So I don't know. I think that's just like a common thought that comes into people's minds when they're evaluating CMSs. And I think, I think sometimes we, we, there's a misconception around, I think it's just people see it through rosy glasses that there's a lot of options. And a lot of times that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes too many options is a really bad thing in life and in business. So people <laughs> want to learn more about the CMS uh, or if they want to connect with you on social, where are the places that you want to send them? The easiest place to learn about it, you can either Google HubSpot CMS or CMS Hub, and those will come up. You can also go to HubSpot.com, and it's in our in our menu. Uh, it might even be on the homepage, depending on when you're watching this. Uh, that's the easiest place to check it out and get started. And for myself, it's the honestly, the one I use the most lately is LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn and you search Luke Summerfield, you'll find me there. Uh, I'm on Twitter and, and all the other stuff too, but I find that uh, LinkedIn right now for all my, my folks in my business world are the one where I keep keep in touch the most. Thank you, Luke. And Sprocketeers, here's what I'll say. And we kind of slid right past this, but I want you to pay attention to it as we close. Today, we are talking about the CMS. And we said inside the CMS, there is the CRM, the Customer Relationship Manager. And Luke, in the last section, talked about having over 300 Connect app partners, meaning you can connect these other tools you're using to your CRM, which is inside of your CMS, meaning it's an all-on-one platform 
that is secure, saves you time, lets you sleep at night. Hey, while you're getting more sleep at night, we'll be here waiting for you in the next episode. Did you enjoy this episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast? We'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better. Make the world better and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. You can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.